937, we got a good friend of mine, a good friend of ours, Reg, on the Zoom with us right now. My man, Swiss Beats, man. Swiss, what's happening, man? Zone, 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 zai, zai, zai. How many years we've been rocking? Swiss, man. I remember, I, I go back, remember the, the, mix, the, mix power, the Mix Show Power Summit? There was a party, I forgot what club it was at. Somebody was DJing. You walked in and kicked them off the turntables, and I said, oh, what's Swiss going to do? And Swiss got on the turntables and turned that place out. It's been, it's been that long, Swiss, man. That's crazy. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of those stories floating around. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. DJ, I got it. Hey, <laughs> Swiss, I think... Huh? Go ahead, man. I bet some of the DJs are surprised because a lot of people didn't know you you actually touched the turntables. And they said, what's he going to do with these turntables? And when you get on, they're like, okay, Swiss is really a DJ. Oh, yeah, I started, you know, DJing is my first love. Like, like that's just, DJing helped me be a producer. Because, you know, as a DJ, you have the best airs because you deal with the people, you deal with the crowd. And so going to producing, all I did was use my DJ hat on those songs, I'm like, okay, the DJ gonna pull this part back. That's what made me put the intros and the beats and all those things. I was just thinking about the DJ, you know what I'm saying? And so like, I I, I, I bumped into being the producer. I didn't even know what a producer, who a producer was because that wasn't a famous thing at that time. The yeah. DJ was the yeah. king of the goddamn castle and still is, right? Yeah. So that's just, that's just where I laid my hat was, my comfort zone is being a DJ and my job was being a producer. You know what I'm saying? So um, I always go back to, to to telling people, like, don't, the DJ is the DJ. You know what I'm saying? The, ma the master of ceremony, goddammit. What, what did the love for uh, for beat making come from? It came, <clears throat> it came from when I was making my mixtapes. And, um, you know, it was doo-wop at the time. It was Ron G at the time. You know, um, it was it was these DJs that, you know, stand strong, rest in peace, that was from from around my hood. And then they started doing intros for their mixtapes. And then so, you know, the duo had the bounce squad. And so they would let all these people rap on the intro. So then I started making intros for, for my mixtapes. And then um and then my uncle was just like, yo, you know that, you know that's producing. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, nah, like take take the vocals out and just keep making those and then, you know, and then the artists get on it, that's called producing. And so they made me start taking producing serious, but I, all I cared about was the intros for my mixtapes because I started making intros for other people's mixtapes with my beats, which at that time was on the um, Gemini sampler mixer that I had. Remember the Gemini sound you pressed the button yeah. and had the big sample thing when I, I was using that to loop up some some things. And then I had the um, Dr. Rhythm drum machine. I had that same drum machine. Of, yeah, and the rest of the shit I stole, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we made it work. And then um, my uncles put me around, Chad Elliott, um, who produced the Jodeci. And then um, I remember he gave Irv Gotti his first MPC. And was like, you know, and then they built the studio up in Yonkers. It was like, yo, show my nephew how to, how to do it, but they were so busy. I had to, I had to learn how to, you know, being a DJ, you got to know how to make shit happen. You got to know how to make things work. You got to rig things up yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I was used to taking it and figuring it out. So I never knew how to use a drum machine like the correct way. Like I never used Sempty, MIDI, 
all of that technical stuff. I just treated it like a sampler, like from my mixing and figured it out from then. Yeah, you went back to the MP. I remember, I remember, cause I came from that era too. I remember the MPC and the SP. The, we, we didn't have that much, hey Reg, we didn't have that much time to sample. So what we would do, we would sample 16 seconds. Yeah, and we would sample the records on 45 so we can get- Speed them up fast. Then slow it down so you get it, 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 you get more time. And that actually, that added some grittiness to the record. So you would take 16 seconds and steal it. We would break the rules trying to make these beats Swiss, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. People don't know we had 16 seconds to make those, those records. 16 seconds. 16 That's seconds. Crazy. And you got um, you a sound of your own, you got a dis, uh, uh, a distinct sound. Like everybody knows a Swizzy beat when it comes on. Where did that come from? I think that came from that came from just wanting to be different. You know, like back then at that time, you had to have a distinct sound to make it. You know, um, you if you had the same sound as somebody else, that was kind of a violation. You know, it's not like today where everybody can pull from the same sound and add a name tag, and you know, and it. That back then that wouldn't have worked. Back then you had to be your own movement. You understand? Like Timberland, you know a Timberland beat. Yeah. You got the babies crying and all of this. Or that. Oh, that's a Timberland beat right there. You know a Pharrell beat. You know Just Blaze. You know Kanye, like Dre. Like everybody just had their own sound. And so it was important for me to stop sampling and create my own sound. Because when I was when I was sampling, it was it wasn't it wasn't giving me my own sound. And then a lot of people was just using the same thing. So when I stopped sampling, that's how you got Rough Riders Anthem and, and all those songs from that point on. Just because it was distinct, it was new. And I was able to just do what I wanted to do, you know, and, and my drum and the drums made the sound even more distinct. Them horns too. Yeah, yeah, the horns, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Swiss man, you you've been doing it for a long time and you're still here, man. And style off with your uncles, D and They got you. They got you set up and everything. Look at you now, man. Every time I go someplace, I see you. You still got them around you, man. You still they they pop up where you're at, man. The love is yeah. still. I mean, you 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 show them love now to this day. Which is, you know. I mean, you know, they gave me a big opportunity, you know, um, and to have family around me doing it was the biggest opportunity because. It was a love, it's a unity, it's a family business, still is today. Um, and I just like, I can't thank them enough, you know, although I did have to bring my talent to the table. You know, a lot of people think that I made it because I'm DNY nephew. Nah, they, them, them, those records had to really be what they what they really need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just, you know, LeBron can't just throw his son on the court. Like, his son had to put that work in on that court. I don't care what your last name is or who you related to, you got to put that work in. And so a lot of people, um, yeah, I definitely had the door open, but I had to go and build and rearrange the furniture myself. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of LeBron, man, who uh, who, who you got in these uh, playoffs? Oh man, my don't I can't. My son's here, man. I'm not getting into the fourth <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't done. I'm gonna have you gonna make problems in my house. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really on it like that. Like I like. I like the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Because I know most of the players. Most of them are my friends. But, but in this and in, 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 in my kids, nah, it'll be war. I want to keep the peace. Don't do that. Don't do that. I want to keep the peace. 
Is Matt Steph Curry out the game now too? Oh, don't get oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so, so talk about talk about knowing your worth and knowing what you bring to the table. To, and to anybody getting to the business right now, um, knowing what you're going to bring to the table and not being taken advantage of. Because I was with you a few weeks ago at at the dinner. And you walked and you gave a speech and say, hey, I'm not going to take nothing less than what I'm worth. I've been here for a while. This is who I am. And I'm not going to be, you know, taking advantage of. Talk to these young cats out there who are trying to get in the game right now and will take anything to get on. To get on. Take anything to get on. Well, it's depending on people's situations. Um, some people are in very bad situations and them that anything that they're taking is everything at that particular point in time. So I'm not saying, you know, in the beginning, you're definitely going to have to put some skin in the game. You know, like we got to get it how we got to get it. So we might going to take a bad deal for the first time to get on our feet. But my message is after you get on your feet, what's your plans? You understand? Like, because, you know, the first deal was to get in the game. And the, and the, and the, guys, guys. I'm on, I'm on the call. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He heard you talk about that NBA. He, he's let me go. I'm trying to tell you, seen that? Now they come and put bottles behind me and all. I mean, let me zoom in on this kind of. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> See, but um, I just feel that we got to know when it's time to graduate. We got to know when it's time to graduate our brand. We got to know when it's time to graduate our the members that's around us, uh, business wise, and more importantly, we got to know the business. If we're in the music business, we got to know the music business you understand the fashion business the art business we just we don't we want to know everything but the business and then be upset why everything is working but the business it's because yeah. we don't know the business you understand like you should be able to tell your lawyer the same thing that they they could tell you you understand like y'all should be off just by a couple of words not by a couple of hundred pages mm. you know what i'm saying that could be a couple of hundred million that's what i'm trying to tell you you know, people were like, no, nah, I'm going to just do the odds. I'm going to let my lawyer handle that. Okay. Let you, you trust your lawyer like that? I don't trust my you know I mean, like, you got to trust yourself. And y'all got to work as a team. Your lawyer don't, you don't work for your lawyer. Your lawyer work for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people be listening to their lawyers. Like, like the artists work for the lawyers. No, your lawyer work for you. Yeah, you're right. Tell your lawyer what you want. I want this, 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 and this. If we can't talk about that, I go find somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like the lawyer ain't the end and all. Like you might be smarter than your lawyer. Now, how how important is it to you for a relationship like that? Because if you have a lawyer and they're not doing like you want to build a rapport with with the people around you, so your lawyer you want to be tight with. If he's not doing the job. How how tough is that for you to say? You know what? Okay, I'll go find somebody else because you don't built this relationship with this guy. You know, and that's a very interesting point because our culture is very emotional. You know, the other side ain't emotional like that. You know, like I've been, we, I've seen issues where, the, you know, these guys have lost a hundred some million with each other. You know, one person lost a hundred million messing with another person mm -hmm. of non-color. We thinking they go to war, they at each other's house eating dinner on Fridays. You understand? <laughs> They got their skin is a little different. We we on the wall. We never talking to each other again. It's not as you can forget it. You know what I'm saying? That that's off of, that's off of, that's off of five thousand. Forget a hundred million. <laughs> five thousand we wore. <laughs> yeah. 
and 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 we got to know that it's okay to do good business if your lawyer's not bringing you results out of respect there's thousands of lawyers that you can go to and custom find one that's ready for that situation now that lawyer that you have now might not be bad it might just be bad for that situation that you you want them to work with now they might be good in another situation later so you just tell them listen this ain't working out for us right now let's pause this i'm gonna go see if i can find somebody that's better fit for the situation you know maybe later we could do business on something else and that lawyer's gonna have to respect me I'm like okay no problem you sure you want to do it yes i want to do it okay no problem and then get over everybody get over it and by the time you by the time you hang, make the next phone call because it's just business so we got to understand it's not personal like we like to take everything personal because we're passionate as a culture you understand and, and that passion we gotta keep it but control it at the same time and that's 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 me too you know what i'm saying i'm a victim of, of, of that passion as well so i know exactly what I, why i'm saying what i'm saying yeah, definitely, definitely. Swiss, man, um, 50 years of hip-hop. Everyone's celebrating, celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, man. Tell me, because everyone has a different answer. What was the first song, what's the first hip-hop song you heard that made you say, oh, shit, this is different. This is, this, this is, this is it. It was so many of them, but um, I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you three. Just to be fair, my first hip hop cassette that I purchased when when I got my, my boombox radio, Ultra Magnetic Ego Tripping, MC Ultra. Them drums. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's in my DNA. Those drums, MC Ultra, man, that, like that energy, like, dun, 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 dun. like I couldn't believe that somebody did something like that, right? I played that song until I, I, I repaired that tape at least 150 times. Cause you know, you know, you know the cassette. It, it pops all this up. Like I was the master of stitching that goddamn cassette. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So MC Ultra was my first purchase cassette. Now, number number two. And it's not in no particular order. I'm just giving you the order that that I heard it in. Was Eric B for president. Mm. And I remember on the rap attack. Mind you, I'm 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 44 years old. Like, so when I'm telling you these things, I was super, super young hearing this. Right? Like, like, like it's three generations damn near that I was able to sit around from, which sounds crazy, right? But when Eric B for president came, it just made you feel fresh. Like, you know, a song that just, you wanted to make sure you had the right outfit on. You wanted to make sure that you, like, you couldn't be whack and play Eric B for president at all. No. And my last one, when, 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 when KRS one did the South Bronx is when I knew I had a last name. It, it, it let me know that I was from a tribe of serious, serious, serious hip hop, serious music. And you couldn't tell me I wasn't down with BDP still to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's one thing about all those tracks you just mentioned was those drums, like ultra. I don't know who engineered that, but said G and them, them I'm Papa Lodge, Big Beckham, the East Coast. When them drums hit, 
and one of my favorites too is Mantronics. Mantronics was one of my favorite. Yeah, we were talking about that. Is that that's crazy. the word? Them, 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 when that bottom hit, but one of the most underrated producers, and I think is Mantronics. Man, Mantronics is out of out of control, and I'm just so happy to be able to have a conversation about Mantronics, then go all the way to you know Hit Boy and all, like to be able to see this whole evolution as a student of music. It's just been an honor, and you know, my dad started with Cool Hurt. You know what I'm saying? My dad lived in Cedric Avenue, like Cool Herc. He's on the other floor. My dad was right on, on the top floor, um, right on top of Cool Herc. Like they, my, my dad met my mom in in the rec room. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And my mom met my dad in the rec room in Cedric Avenue. I'm a product of hip hop for real, for real. For real, for real. <laughs> yeah, it's in there. <laughs> yeah, my, when, when, when Cool Herc wasn't DJing, Mr. T, which is my dad, was the DJ. You understand? My dad found the, he represented the first Latin break dancer, the whole thing. Like, y'all, it's so much history like that. that's uh-huh. way before Fridays and things like that with, with my family with music and and how deep it goes, you know? And, and so, like, for me to be out here carrying a torch, it really comes from an authentic uh, roots and background, you know? Um, and one day people will know the full story of, of my family and hip-hop and music and not not only the streets people a lot of people know the street stuff but like it, it's just so much deeper than that you know will, will you so will you put a book out or something will you put something out detailing everything like you're talking about right now because i think people want to hear it they just know you from you know swiss making what you're saying right now is something people never knew before that's a fact yeah. you know so will you do that right. will you get to get the world know where this is where i come from i'm not just this i am this people inshallah God willing, inshallah, for sure. It's, it's, it has to come out because it's so much great information. And, you know, 50 years is young. You know what I'm saying? I've been producing half the life of hip hop, right? I'm 44. 50 years is, 50 years is young. Hip hop is just beginning. So we are writing the scriptures now for the next thousands of years of 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 this of, of the culture you know so for me not to put on record how this whole movement started um being that uh i've played a pretty decent part in it so far would be it would be it would be it would be a big mess so um I'm, i thank you for telling for reminding me that because i've been working up and now you now i'm gonna make some phone calls today <laughs> So now check this out. If you could sit at the table with hip hop, right? You on one side, hip hop on the other side. Fifty years. What would you say to it? What would you say to hip hop for these fifty years? Life begins at the end of our comfort zone. Like uh, in sky, sky's not the limits; it's just a view. Meaning that we just started. Thank you and congratulations to the future to come. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And you, you, you also took the versus thing. To thank you, and thank you for saving my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saved my life for real. You understand, like, yo, hip-hop a lot of people like hip hop gave yeah. a lot of jobs, man. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And, and a lot of people life. You understand? Know when, when people see my book, um, they gonna understand like it was real. Like before, people see Rough Rider, like you gotta understand, like we was. We was in the streets. By the time people heard Rough Ride, we was already really, really deep in. You understand? And and man, 
when they see the when they see my book, I hope it's gonna I hope it's gonna show people a lot of different things, you know, because because the key thing is to educate the youth that's coming up. Like we gotta leave a legacy. Like we gotta, you know, things that we thought was cool that don't look so cool to me anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but we also didn't know no better. We also wasn't educated properly. We wasn't living properly. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had this shit in the background, like right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I mean like you crazy? Like <laughs> we was in trenches, 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 and to still make it and have a smile on our face and be the number one genre in music right now today was hip hop. I always say, always say that hip hop is number one. They'll never, they'll never really say it, but. We know it, we feel it, and we see it, but they'll never really. And the numbers show it. <laughs> Swiss, you you mentioned the Rough Riders. Now listen to me. This Rough Riders thing, it it's bigger than life right now. There's so many chapters of the Rough Riders. Did you guys know in the beginning that the Rough Riders would turn into what it is around the world? It's I mean, like a fraternity. I'm riding on the highway. I'm seeing fifty or sixty motorcycles shoot by me. Rough Riders on the back of their jackets. And that started from, I mean, where'd that start from? And how did it grow to be such a monster, man? I got to give that, you know, it started with my grandmother and my uncle, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's another story. Like when people see the story of my grandmother who named Rough Riders. Your grandmother? She, yeah, my grandmother run the chapters. She, read, she named Rough Riders? Yes, my grandmother was serious. Like she's serious oh. in all my... She's serious than all my uncles. I'm gonna tell you that now. <laughs> like, I, they, think, they thinking Dean Watts serious. Miss Dean's serious. You understand? <laughs> she still run the chapters a day. That's over four hundred some thousand riders. That, that, that's under that, wow. that's under the command of, of my grandmother. You know, it's like see, these are things that people don't know. You know, what I'm saying like Rough Riders, the music part of it. Um, was just a different leg to it, but it always been in the streets and, and most of the, the, the riders in the chapters are from the military. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's ran like a, it's ran like a military. It's ran like a military thing. You know, there's rankings. There's, there's so many. There's chapters. There's guidelines. The, you, man, it's 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 a big deal. You know, um, it, that's crazy that you said. Cause a lot of people don't know how strong that is still today. No, it's crazy because they just think like, music. Yeah, when you see the when you see the motorcycles, you can have lawyers with them Rough Riders jackets on. You can have doctors with them Rough Riders jackets on. You can have Rough. athletes with them jackets on. It's just a way of life. It's become a way of life and the way they live. That's crazy. I, Mama Dean, thank you. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Sandra Dean, the king. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, DMX, uh, no longer with us, man. And we know you was very influential in him being here. We know how close y'all was, man. Uh, how many how many days or nights do you just wake up thinking about that dude? Because I, I wasn't close to him like you, and I and I do. It's crazy because it don't feel like he's gone. You know, like I still feel his presence so much, you know, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's still like, I still have my moments, you know what I'm saying? I still have my moments where I'm just lost for words. Like, I'm just like, man, we had so much more to do. We had so much more things that we was planning, you know? You know, um, right before he passed, we was getting ready to get into this workout phase, you know? So that's why, you know, 
they see people seeing me post some videos of him in the gym. Yeah. Like we had a professional trainer. Like we was really, we was really, he was ready to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, uh, a lot just said it was his time, you know, like that man been through a lot since I've known him. And, um, you know, I know he in a better place now. He came to me and told me he was in a better place. So that's how I'm able to really keep it moving as, as, as far as like um, my sanity with it, because I heard when I felt like I heard from him direct in, in the dream, you know what I'm saying? So he is super missed. I think about him every day, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my dog for life. We went through so much and um, so many, so many stories. You know, one day people hear about him. He wrote about a lot of them in his book, but you know, there was, that, those are old stories. Like we got like, so many new stories that we ain't even get to like share the world. Um, one day, you know, one day I think I I let people in on some of those things, which are great. Yeah, how how does it feel when when someone like Scar Lip shows up and she's uh, and she's this way? How, how did that feel to see that and somebody that young for you? I felt like I honestly I honestly feel like DMX sent Scar in my way. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like. Like, because she too much of his energy. Like, I've never seen an artist that just naturally have what I know DMX have. And they two different artists, two different levels, yes. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in here. You know, like, that sister's been through a lot. Like, dog been through a lot. That sister, you know, is is when you sit with her, she she's amazing and have a great heart. The same way X had a great pop. You know what I'm saying? Like she just she just represents the have nots. Like she like X represents the have nots. And for her to been been, you know, been had gone through all those different things and still have a smile on her face, I'm like, man, she gotta win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, her story is too crazy. Mm. And when X fiance called me about it, it was like, yo, this the girl you need to work with right here. And I was like, what? And that's when I felt like dog like sent me that message. And that's when I was like, you know what? Whatever she want, let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. I'm gonna eat Peter whatever she wants good fifty times a day. <laughs> you know, that's like my daughter right now. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta get it down him on the stage to perform. But I know one thing. When Hot 97 has that show, that that summer jam, right? There's a lot of people on that stage. When she there's there's, there's something about it. When she touches that stage and does that song. The whole building is going to change. Go crazy! It's going to change. I'm glad you know that. I'm glad, I'm glad you know I, that. I know it's going to change. No matter no matter who's on before her, or after her, when she represents New York like she is, the whole building's going to change. You know, and I'm glad you're saying that because you know Summer Jam is usually who people bring out, and yeah. she wanna she want a particular artist to bring her out, and I was like, yo, you know, if the universe permits it, yeah, we'll take it. But you got the biggest song in New York right now. So coming on that stage, I don't, I think you're good either way, whether you come out with somebody or you come out by yourself. It's showtime. Yeah. <laughs> Swiss, you, um, you're doing a great job too, man, working with uh, the, the newer artists. Some people don't, don't connect with the newer artists like that. And you seem to connect with them and don't have a problem with working with them. Uh, whether they got a big song, a big buzz or not. It just seemed like you still about the music and the culture. I gotta be, I, I come from it. 
I was I was I was the youngest doing what I was doing at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like I was 16, 17 when I first heard me. And nobody except luckily I had my family around me, but like, you know, nobody really reached down to give us the, the, the information. You know, so most of these artists, I just mentor them. You know what I'm saying? It's not transactional with me. I'm not trying to sign everybody. You know, my thing is like if you want to help a person, help them for real. Don't 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 make it so transactional. You know, and so that's my relationship with, with most of with 80% of the youth in the industry, including Scarlet. You understand? And so I gotta give them what I learned because if not, it was a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 learned to teach. And and so it's been it's been fun, it's been fun to teach. Um, because the, a lot of the youth do want to learn. You know what I'm saying? They just they not gonna beg you to learn. They're not gonna kiss your ass to learn. They don't care about what you did before. They want to talk about what we could do today, and they respect what you did before. But you can't really lean on that with them. Like a lot of a lot of people be trying to stun on on the newer artists because of their older status. Like, man, we let's talk about today. And yes, we respect you for what you did before, but let's talk about today. And I have conversations with these artists today about today. Twistman, um, I want to talk about verses. We got, we got a lot to talk about with you. I don't know how much, how much time we got with you, but um, the verses thing, man. I need to be on the board of executives on the verses. Let me tell you why, Swiss. Before verses, I was doing something at Hot Nine Three Seven called Thursday Throwdown, and we would do the same thing. Uh -huh. So we would take artists and put them back to back to back and back. And then when the verses came, I'm glad you guys did it because it brought it to a whole bigger stage. But um, from where it started and where it is right now, man, are you surprised? Did you, I mean, it started during the pandemic when people needed something to watch. They needed some entertainment. Are you surprised how, how it's legendary? Are you that surprised? Well, it started, I think, in 07 with me and Kanye. Yeah. On, yeah. In front of 50,000 people. Um, and then it just excelled in the right time and was the pandemic. Um, so it's been a long journey that people felt that came quick during the pandemic. People paid attention more during the pandemic because we had nowhere to go. Thank God. But, you know, um, I'm definitely surprised of, of where it's at today. And then, you know, also I feel that we still, that's still, it's still very early, you know, like we have a lot of new things coming, a lot of new announcements happening. And we took a little time out to organize ourselves up because once again, it did start in the pandemic. Me and Tim worked through the whole pandemic with versus, you know, giving artists their flowers and, 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 and giving the people the love that we didn't take the time out for ourselves a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So this little break that we, we, we've been taking to rearrange and, and change a couple of things and really treat this, you know, like the big thing that it is, you know, you can't freestyle um, something when it gets to a certain level, you know, like you have to have some structure, you have to have some guidelines, some rules, you know, um, and it's, it's been fun, man. It's just been the ultimate blessing, honestly. Now it's been, uh, it's, it's been rumors, man. Bad boy, Puffy versus Jermaine and Lil Kim versus Nikki. Uh, are those are those things really going to happen? We heard Puff a couple of weeks ago give a date, but it wasn't. It, I don't think it was in stone. Well, you know, I love that the artists are speaking on verses themselves. You know, what I'm saying, you know, me and Tim, I, I think I knew. I think we could show you better than we could tell you. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we 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 gonna show y'all better than we can tell you because you know I don't I don't I I love that um it it the energy of verses creates itself. You know, I hear new verses every week and, and it's cool because it just shows you what the people want and what the artists want because verses is not about what me and Tim personally want, it's what the people want. You know what I'm saying? Okay, y'all want this person and that person? Let's go out and go do our thing. Y'all want this? Oh, y'all two want to dance? Okay, well let's let's see how we can make that tango. You know, so it's a, it's it's like a living organism. It it it, it breathes and moves on its own. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, and me and Tim, we just we just try to give people what they want and and, and try to carry it the best way possible. Because it one that you tried to put together that just couldn't happen. It was so close. <laughs> But it just didn't happen. All of them, all of them, just barely did. All of them, just all, all of them happened like that. You know, all of them happened like that. You know, they all happened like that. You know, we, you know, you're talking about artists, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Swiss, I'll give you my top three verses. All right, the Jamaican one. That was that, yeah. that was in Jamaica. That, that 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 one changed the game for verses. That made people step up their I, game. Cause they was in I Jamaica, agree. you know. You know how self service in Jamaica. The self service is trash anyway, but you they sound amazing. Like how they do that? They, another, they had a whole clash. Another the one police came, came in the middle of it too. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. I think you, my, you almost messed up with that one. Bounty was about to bounce. Bounty was leave. I think my <laughs> second one was when, when Teddy Riley couldn't get it right. That was legendary. I've never, never did that. And then when Jada Kiss in New York City. Um, those are my top three. That was, like, I, I was so mad I wasn't in the building that day. I was that close to being there. But when Jadakus did that. Lights that was, out. That was, that was crazy. I, I go back and watch that one a lot. I watch, I watch all of them a lot because it's, it's, it's cool watching the tapes. Like see that Teddy Riley moment? Yeah. That moment right there? People thought we was finished. I was getting texts like, man, it was good while it lasted. And da 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 Boom. Like they were, that's what made me, that's what made us want to go even harder. I was like, nah, we're going to bring it right back. Let's go. They think this is so we need to talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? The Bronx started kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Teddy was kind of ahead of the game with what he was trying to do. It was. Because that it wasn't there yet. I told Teddy don't do that, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Swiss, with, with all the rumors going on, is versus still yours? Is it still 100% you and Timberlands? Because people are saying it's not your guys anymore. Other people are running it. Do you guys Look, do this is this is my this is my line for the day. I show you better than I can tell you. That's it. Like that that's that's, that's how much it's you know what I'm saying? Like I don't because like I don't want to do all the long talking. We're gonna show yeah. you better than we can tell you. That's that's my new line for the for that talk right now. You know what I'm saying? But you know, um I'm I I stand on, on everything with me. You know what I'm saying? Since 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 ninety-eight. I'm not going to change in 23. Yeah. Well, so when we getting uh, more music from uh, Swiss? EP's out now, man. Well, the EP, the EP is out right now, celebrating the Hip Hop 50th, okay. um, volume two. Nas came to me with an idea on his label, Mass Appeal, that he wanted to show love to the producers for the Hip Hop 50th. Premieres went out first. Everybody go get the premiere, volume one. I'm volume two. Um, my my lead single right now is Say Less with with Dirk and A Boogie. That's a hot one. You know, we got yeah, we got um Take Him Out featuring Jada Kiss, Benny the Butcher, and Scarlet. That video about to drop. Um 
we got the song Collage, which closes the album with Jay Electronica. You know how hard it is, hard it is to get him to come up outside. Where'd you, where'd you find him at? That's the question. Where'd you find Jay Electronica at? <laughs> he popped up. So, you know, he's supposed to be somewhere out here in Mexico. I'm looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> that exhibit you know, um, Exhibit C is one of my favorite songs by Jay Electronica. Oh, I think it's one of everybody's favorite songs. <laughs> Definitely. Now, um, you know, um, yeah, man. I like how you, um, Reg, I made a video one day when I was mixing on the morning show. I made a video playing playing that EP. I, was, I think it was the Nas song. I was playing the song or something with Scarlett. And then I, I see um, Swiss later on that night in New York City in Swiss and I saw you live. Because the beat hit so hard, I was just looking at the camera like, this is Crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the camera. I was like, man, my man's zoned out, boy. <laughs> it's funny. You still got, you from where you came from, the way you made music before, and to where you make, make it right now. You got one foot in, you know, where you come from, but you still love it, man. You still go in the studio when you still give them these drums. You give them something different. They're not a sample. That if, if that's a sample, I don't even know if that's a sample. I can't tell no more because you flipped it when, when Nas comes in. It's so crazy, yeah. man. I love how you are still innovative and still creating music the way you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, if we can't have fun in what we're doing, then sometimes we got to step away from it. You know, we can't lose the love. Like doing music shouldn't be work. It should be fun. Yeah. You know, it's an art. It's an expression. And, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm not inspired and I just step away from it. You know, go race my camels or some shit. <laughs> you hear this guy red? Racing Campbell's, yeah. You know that's a different type of money, right? <laughs> Saudi Bronx, the Saudi Bronx team. You know what I mean? Trophies. <laughs> tell, tell me about the Saudi Bronx team. Tell me, tell me about Dex. For the people who don't know, explain Saudi Bronx. Well, um, I, I, I have the the first American Saudi race, Saudi uh, camel race team in the world. Um, I think it's the first team outside of the Middle East period, to be exact. Mm -hmm. But um, I just wanted to do something different. I wanted to show people that, you know, although we come from a certain way or a certain area, it's okay to go and explore other people's cultures. It's okay to go do things outside of your comfort zone. It's okay to go have fun in somebody in, in another part of the world and still know where you come from. You know, I just wanted. It started as um, something I wanted to do for my birthday. And then now my team is just, you know, damn near top five. And and it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty wild, you know. It's pretty wild what we're doing. And um, shout out to everybody that's been getting the Saudi Bronx merch, selling that out every time it's on. Linus, it's, 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 we read up just for y'all, by the way. But um, more importantly, it's just a learning experience. You, you know, I want my kids and other kids to see things different than they see every day. Mm. You know, I never even knew camels could run because they every time we see them, they move in slow. Yeah. Camels run like fast like horses. You see what I'm saying? So uh I just thought it's, it's and, and it's one of the you know, the camel is 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 is, is one of the animals that that, that in Africa and in, 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 in the desert, that's how people got around. That's how people survived. And right. so to tap back into the camel culture and um, being respected in the Camel Federation, you know, mm. uh, I got a big trophy with me here that I I just got because I was in Saudi before I came to Mexico. Mm -hmm. That's just like, I just want to look back on it 20 years from now, you know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, um, 
And it's just fun. You know, I always like doing crazy things anyway. Reg, he went from he went from a Dr. Rhythm drum machine to racing Campbell's. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> having a having a Kentucky Derby of Campbell's. And the Otwick game is crazy too. A lot of people don't know they don't know they don't know about your art game too. And people don't realize that that's actually a good business to be in, man. It's collecting art. And you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, over 20-something years of collecting. Um, you know, it takes that time to catch a rhythm. A lot of people, when they think about art, they only think about investment. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, <clears throat> although I made good investments with art, I didn't get them thinking about investments. I got them thinking about what spoke to me that I want to hang on my walls, which which made me feel good. And then you develop an eye of what you want to do, how you want to go. And then you start getting familiar with certain artists and things like that. And then, you know, you can make better choices to where that they become uh, great to look at on the wall and great investments. Um, I'm thinking about doing a class on this because it's, it's so much information that I want to share with everybody about collecting and my experiences. And, and, and we're working on a documentary, um, me and my wife for the Dean Collection, me and my wife, that's going to give people a lot of intel on uh, today's art world and, and how to move and and just just something to just something to bounce off of. Like, just something like, say you two, you guys wanted to sit down and watch something on your off time and like, you know what, let me, let me, let me see if I should get into this. Like something that's relatable, right. you know. Uh, so, so we're putting together something like that right now as well. Cool, cool. Hey, before we let you go, man, I know you got some other interviews to do. The rumor has it that your son got a microphone game. The rumor has it that he's touching that microphone, Swiss. What you gonna do? Which one? I got three of them touching the microphone. They all doing it now. <laughs> well, you got a group. <laughs> no, but they they do it in different ways. But my my oldest my oldest um, Note Mercado is his music name. You know he was um um. We got a TV show coming out. It's gonna be pretty amazing. Um, but he's been signed. He's been he's been signed to uh, Sylvia uh, for a minute. You know what I'm saying? He, he's been signed with, with with Sylvia for a minute, with Epic for a minute. Yeah. And then um, I think you talking about you talking about Yaya. So Yaya is my 16 year old. He's more independent. You know what I'm saying? Like he's more tune core. He likes to, you know, he 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 moving in, he moving in a different independent way. And then you got Egypt, you know, who who definitely got his mother's skills on the piano and you know, um he could sing, but he I don't know, he's into this basketball thing. He's the one that won't go to war. We <laughs> talking about this basketball. <laughs> you know, like, I had him on he was on the Jennifer Hudson show. She talking about you wanna be a musician? He's like, nah, I wanna play ball. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but he got serious. the right they got the right genes inside of me. I can't wait. I can't wait for them to blow up, man. So it's, I appreciate you hanging out with us, man. I'm definitely going to see you soon, man. And, you know, yes, man. It's always a pleasure. Keep doing and, it. Uh, continue success, bro. You mean you've been killing the game for over 20, man. Keep doing it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the love and support. We don't get old in this game. We just, we, we get, Reg, what I say, we get seasoned. We're just seasoned. Man, we get better. Yeah, I mean, there's no age limit to greatness. There's no age limits to music. You know, like, like look at our parents' records. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when we look through those record collections, like, that's how we was getting the Barry Whites. And, you know, those artists were sounding amazing because they had time to grow. They had time to season. Like, you know, 
people put an age limit on music. Like, no, man, like, are we gonna represent the, the heritage artists and we're gonna represent the artists of today? And, and it's important for the balance because if we only go with the artists of today, then then, then who they gonna bounce off of the pool to pull from? So you have to have the heritage with, with the new one, with, with the new artists, it's the balance. You know, but we can't let the labels and everybody rule out all of the older artists because they can't take advantage of them no more. You know what I'm saying? So so that's that's where this age limit thing started because, you know, the labels know by, by this particular time, by the time you're 40, you already know all the tricks in the trade. So you you stay over there. Let us get these young kids nice and fresh and, and, and use them up. But we need to have the balance because the, the, the older artists are going to be able to show the younger artists how to move as well. And, and, and so they don't get taken advantage of, uh, hopefully. Um, but that's a whole nother conversation and a whole nother interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did Jay-Z said? We're getting it back from what you did to the cold crush. We want to- <laughs> Swiss, you have a good day, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, man. Definitely. Blessings and love.